some magic here so i can get some extra stuff in case someone walks in behind you i can be like yo what the hell happened no. who is that i'm, no, I'm, I'm in my kidding. room no but no one's coming in i was just texting the kids <laughs> down to shut off any extra wi-fi devices they have oh okay cool um nice well uh everybody if you're listening welcome to no on 15 all cast it's your boy seven c's uh i'm joined by i want to say any nicknames or i'm just going to go by joey that's it any cool nicknames you can just call me Joey. It's fine. All right, cool, cool. I got Joey from the So Wizard podcast on tonight, the host of the amazing show. Um, what's up, man? It is. How man, are it you? Is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to take praise sometimes. It's, it's, it's a psychological thing. But thank you for having me. It's great to be here. I'm excited. No, definitely, man. I am super excited too. I'm a fan of your guys' show, and um, yeah, I am, dude. Seriously, like. You guys have been doing it for a while, too. So it's like how, you know, talk about the show a little bit. How'd you get into it? You know, um, you know, what what made you do it? Yeah, um, well, you know, it's a it's a exciting and new trailblazing thing in podcasts that's never been done before. Uh, a bunch of friends sit around and review nerdy movies. So <laughs> it's a really, really exciting trailblazing thing. We just kind of blundered into it, to be honest with you. Um, a few friends of mine. Uh, so on the show, it's it's me, my co-host, Markellis and Aubrey. And we each week review nerdy movies or TV shows and talk about the news that surrounds them. Um, we also have a YouTube channel, which is supplemental to the podcast, which is all like interviews, unboxings, uh, more movie reviews, comic reviews. And that's mostly uh, Adam, who's our fourth member. But sometimes I try to partake and help out as well. So that's that's the team. We just kind of blundered into it. We had a, a friend who has a now pod faded show that in 2014 uh, invited me on and I helped him, you know, fill in a couple of times when some of his actual hosts were on break or something. And it just the bug kind of bit me. And I had another friend and he's no longer with us. Uh, on the show, he's still alive, but he's no okay. longer with, uh, with So Wizard. Um, and uh, yeah, he's still he's still alive and kicking, but he's no longer on So Wizard. Uh, and we just were like, man, we could do this. We could do this, right? We could do this. And then we just kind of started, and it, it was, I mean, we basically learned as we were going. So it wasn't yeah. this thing where you know you see like, oh, hey, everybody, uh, Neil Patrick Harris has a podcast, and he's got everything built in. He's got producers, and you literally just have to walk into his living room and sit down, and everything's done for him. Uh, we had no idea what we were doing. We just <laughs> kind of ran with it. So the difference between episode one and episode 409 is very stark. Uh, please don't <laughs> go back and listen to those. But <laughs> I mean, they're there if you want to, but please don't go back and listen to those. But I think every podcaster says at this point, don't go back and listen to early episodes. But yeah, we just every week, we never missed a week. It's going to be eight years in August coming up and 
we're just nuts. You know, it's, it's what I tell people. We're masochists with no life. So that, that's where <laughs> we're here and we're doing this. <laughs> that's amazing, man. Eight years, dude. That's, you know, it's a goal. You know, it's, if you're podcasting and you're like, you know, having fun doing it. And yeah, that's amazing, man. Congrats on that. Like keeping it it's going really all grind. that time. It's the grind. You know, I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Thank you. But I mean, it's the grind. You get into the grind. Like for me, that's just how I am as a person. I'm in the grind. I'm like, like, for example, as we record this, you know, today I went to the movies. I had to fit Jurassic World Dominion into my schedule. And it's a two and a half hour movie. And I only have a Saturday, Sunday off. because we record on Monday, edit on Tuesday and drop Tuesday night. So mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, when can I see this? I, I look at the movie times. So I'm like, all right, there's this 925 a.m. show. <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> World. So I went there today at 925 a.m. and watched the movie. So I got it out of the way. Now I have the rest of my weekend to do other stuff. <laughs> It's just, Dude. it's always like that. And then but we'll record, it'll come out. And then next weekend I gotta go see Lightyear. So <laughs> man, yeah, it is a grind. I, uh, I try like we, we do a segment sometimes when we're doing like when we start our series, cause we kind of do series on our show yep. and, um, we do a segment, like, what are you watching now? And that's kind of when we cover like contemporary stuff and talk about new stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, depending on the series, we kind of change the flow a little bit. And yeah, uh, I like the tonight, MCU stuff yeah. that you did last week. Oh, <laughs> yeah. thanks, man. Um, yeah, and, and we this series that we're doing now, kicking it off, is gonna be it'll you know, by the time people hear it, it'll be it's in July, you know, it'll be July. So, kind of kicking off the summer blockbuster season and kind of going back and reminiscing about some of the blockbuster summers, you know, some movies that might have come out that summer. And we're doing the summer of '93 tonight, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. Um, if you if you're ready, we'll we'll kick it into flashback mode real quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. I am ready to rock and roll. All right. Doc. I'm from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year. Back to the back to the back to the back to the year. Yeah, the year's uh 1993. Uh, if you didn't <laughs> recognize it at all, that what we were about to talk about. Um, man, how long how long ago is that now? It's like don't, 20. Don't, I don't, you know what? I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's almost 30 years, right? It's almost like 29 years. years. Yeah. Oh my goodness, dude. That's crazy. Um, do you have any interesting facts about that year you want to share? Um, you know, I was looking through the facts because I'm a good guest and I did what you told me to do. And I looked nice. through all of the <laughs> things that happened that year. And it, it, it all of it seemed like irrelevant to me because. I was probably 15, 16 at the time. Um, I mean, I wasn't even born yet. I'm super cool and hip and young. <laughs> I apologize. I'm wow I was now. <laughs> so, yeah, I was probably 15, 16. I was not interested in current events whatsoever. So I was just looking through. I saw like President Clinton was uh, inaugurated and there was yeah. a bunch of stuff I didn't recognize or care about. Um, I do remember the uh, first year of Drew Bledsoe on the New England Patriots. Um, oh, and they were still okay. pretty terrible most of the season. But at the end of the year, they had a little uptick. So things started to slowly go in the right direction. Uh, but that was pretty much it. I just not much that I remember outside <laughs> of just your normal <laughs> stuff. So. No, man, I that's wish I could cool. say I was a really cool, like <laughs> up on everything like kid. But no, I was just like farting around my friends and playing video games. So. No, definitely. I was I was I was like. 13 14 i think maybe at the time so okay good i don't not, feel not, so not too, bad man. yeah not too far <laughs> off man so like yeah i remember that too you know i remember bill clinton was president um 
just I was looking back at a lot of stuff from that time. And like <laughs> you are in you're in New England area, right? So you're in like right. Massachusetts. OK, right. Cool. cool. Yeah. Western Mass. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Beavis and Butthead was like around at that time and when they're coming back now. So that's kind of yes. interesting. Yep. So I was the uh, release of NBA Jam. So there you go. That's oh, a... my gosh. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. And pretty soon, like, well, not exactly. Was it 93 that X-Files came out? Or was it like almost yeah. like a year around that same time? I think it came out. Um, so a lot of people were into X-Files. I remember that. Like, I remember everybody was watching X-Files. And I was like, I don't know what you guys are into. I'm too young to get into that sci-fi. 1993, you are correct. The X-Files first debuted on Fox on Friday nights. Ooh, it was saucy, the cigarette smoking man, right? Wasn't that like a that's right? Character? Yeah, I love that show. I used to have a uh poster of Jillian Anderson and like uh her underwear on my door. <laughs> I was a kid, well, I was a kid, oh, I was a shit. teenager, but it was in my room, so my nice. mom didn't give a fuck about any of that kind of stuff, so <laughs> she was fine with it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> one interesting thing I saw, and I, I don't know, I just had to pull this one up. It says in 93, the voice boxes of several G.I. Joe and Barbie dolls were switched by the Barbie liberal organization. So <laughs> I, I don't know what was happening there. <laughs> uh, now after the switch, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they said after the switch, um, the members of the organization uh, would reverse shoplift the dolls back to the stores. And G.I. Joe dolls would say, uh, want to go shopping? And Barbie would say, eat lead cobra. So that's that pretty awesome. <laughs> no, it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. yeah, man. Um, yeah, cool. You know, it's, there's a lot of stuff that happened obviously in '93. Um, I'm, I'm from Chicago, so we won another title that year. And oh, uh, what in what sport? Obviously, not baseball, uh, no, uh, basketball. It was the Bulls, okay. yeah, Jordan, right? The back Bulls, then. okay, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you watch The Last Dance? Speaking of nostalgia, yes, totally did. Yeah, it was, I was, amazing. I was all in, yeah, I was Even all in. No, I'm not. Even though I'm not a Bulls fan, obviously, but I, it was me. Just even just hearing, because you must have watched the game. So even just yeah, hearing yeah. like the the NBA, NBC, NBA theme with like the old yep, school yep. graphics, I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it takes you back, man. You get that. I'm I'm like... sitting in the sun porch watching basketball on a 13 inch <laughs> TV. All of a sudden. Yeah, no, I was like black and white TV in my room or something back then. <laughs> I stole my pop's TV. I was like, yo, I right. need to watch the game. Um, well, you guys are in the finals right now, though, so that's cool, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll have one by the time this uh, podcast comes out. So. Yeah, that'll be that'll be what, like seventeen titles now, eighteen? Eighteen. Yep. Yeah. Nice. That's what's up, man. Awesome. So, on the show, we have a a, a tradition and uh, a little thing called the wheel of names, and uh, it usually is followed by a thirty second challenge. So, uh, let's let's run that real quick, man. Today, one of these lucky contestants will win right here on Wheel of Names! <laughs> okay! Yes, I modified that and uh, got that from UHF, which is another great film, by the way. Um, That's one of the best movies ever. Dude, seriously. I, I tell people all the time, it belongs in a museum of awesomeness. Uh, let me share my screen here real quick. So that you can see what the wheel has on it, and uh, and so, all right, I can see it. We have the Soul Wizard host as an option on the wheel. We have Joey. We have someone else, but not C's, and it's me because I'm the guest. So let's see who ends up uh, <laughs> ends up landing on here. 
Oh. Hey, man. Hey, that was that was easy <laughs> enough. It's on me. <laughs> I am I am the winner. A winner is me. Uh, we don't like to call people winners because when they have to do this, sometimes they get uh, uh, mad because they feel like no. they're losing because they have okay. to do a thirty second challenge. So uh, you will be participating, and I think we cho- we talked about this before. I didn't want to give you a movie, so I'll let you bring a movie that you want to describe in 30 seconds. Um, any of those movies from that summer that you want to choose? Okay. Whenever I'm you're good. ready. <clears throat> All right. You ready? Yep. Here we go. Three, two, one. Uh, here we go. All right. Well, this movie has got one of the best mullets in the history of cinema in it as well as amazing action from one of the best action directors of all time, as well as uh, a scene where our star punches out a snake. That part was pretty amazing. And, um, you know, it's got all the signatures. And this movie was such a terrible (laughs) experience for the director that they didn't make a Hollywood movie for (laughs) close to 10 years afterwards, even though I think it's amazing. And I remember going to see it with my friend and it was pouring rain outside. And afterwards we walked across the street, even though it was pouring rain and we ate Burger King and we just felt like (laughs) Spartacus walking across the street uh, in the traffic because we had seen this amazing movie with a man with a mullet. Uh, (laughs) We ran a little long, but it's all good because that was amazing. (laughs) I knew you're talking about hard target, right? Yeah. Hard target. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God, dude. Oh, What was his name? Wasn't it Ch- Chance? Wasn't his name Chance in the movie? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. I haven't watched it in a while, but I, I do love it. And I do need to get it on like Blu-ray or 4K oh. or some shit. Who's a villain in there? Why would I have any good movies on uh, on Blu-ray? It has to be like absolute shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a nostalgia, man. That's all it is. Um, Hard Target. That, yeah, it came out in August. And uh, yeah, that definitely counts, man. For yeah, ninety three, um, Lance Henriksen, come on. There you go. That was like Lance, who's the villain? Nancy Butler, the star of Witchblade on TNT. Come on, that's right. Uh, who else was in there? Jesus Christ, it's killing me. There was someone else that got Wilford Brimley. Me. There you go. Wilford Brimley was in. There. He was one of the hunters, though. Yeah. There's another dude. The dude, isn't it? Yeah, the dude that plays the mummy was in there. Yeah, Arnold Vuzu. There you go. He was from the he was the, the mummy in the mummy movies with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, for sure. He's a That's titular a, that... titular character in the mummy that no one remembers. <laughs> <laughs> He's not Brendan Fraser. The poor guy. Yep. That's true, man. Any other things you remember like from that summer, like movie-wise? I know like there's some big blockbusters that came out yeah, this summer. Yeah, I like... mean, obviously everybody saw Jurassic Park. Um, yeah. I saw it twice, actually. And, and the reason it sticks out to me is twice is because the first time I saw it with my family, because um, I was still young enough where I was going with my whole family, even though my parents <laughs> weren't big movie people, um, mm-hmm. they would still take us to the movies if we wanted to go. So they, and I didn't have my license or anything at the time. So anyway, so, uh, which is funny because I, I, the story I just told, they didn't go see Hard Target though. So they, <laughs> they picked up that one, <laughs> but they went to see Jurassic Park. But then I saw it a second time with my girlfriend. I had a, I got a girlfriend Ooh. that summer, which was crazy because I wasn't exactly beating them off with a stick. And uh, that was our first date. We went to see Jurassic Park together. And it was my only other serious girlfriend besides my wife so it's, it's oh, always, okay I, I met my wife in high school so it's always um 
this weird like I always say before like it's almost like Jesus Christ like before Jen after Jen and yeah, things that yeah, happened yeah. before Jen seems so far away <laughs> and in, in a weird world I can't even like fathom but yeah I saw Jurassic Park with my girlfriend who was not my wife <laughs> and sometimes wow. if I say that to my kids they're like ew you dated somebody other than mommy uh what is it? I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but okay, we'll take it. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I saw this. I someone had to take me to the theater to see this because I wasn't yep. driving yet. So um, and we had to go to McDonald's and get all the glasses. And yes, fucking, yes. Um, that's one thing I remember. Fry container. <laughs> yeah, like that's one thing I remember. It was really a big deal at the like fast food franchises, and I remember Bird King was doing Last Action Hero. And they were pumping it up big time. Like that's one thing I always remember from that summer too. Like how, how much it bombed at the theater yeah. because of Jurassic Park. It was like I think it came out a week later. And now and in retrospect, I'm looking at it like seeing the dates of when they came out, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense because fucking Jurassic Park was amazing. So everyone was going to see it. Like you said, you saw it twice, and no one was going to see Arnie because I would say probably because they thought it was an action movie, but really it was more of a com like a comedic role for him. Yeah, I, I did not see that in the movie theater, which is shocking enough. And, it, you know, it just had a weird reputation. I don't think I think it was one of those like not truth and advertising type of movies. So mm, they advertised it as an go. action film. And then when you sat down and watched it, it was more of a parody slash action film. I actually really do like that movie. It was good. Yeah, I mean, it had a great soundtrack, too, uh, with ACDC uh, performing yeah. Big Gun on it. Uh, but. This is what happens when you don't drink or do drugs. Like you just remember everything. It's either that or like mild autism. Like I'm just like, yeah, and on January 12th, 1992, I did blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. But um, yeah, I just, it, I think if people soured on it because you had Joe Sixpack walking in expecting, you know, Terminator 2 and they got like this wacky parody movie that's really about a little kid uh, yeah. <laughs> traveling into the movie screen. Uh, they probably weren't looking for that and of course it got steamrolled by jurassic park but you know yeah. maybe if it came out a month and a half later with a better advertising campaign you know yeah dude there's so much yeah that that like i saw it recently because i knew we were going to be talking about you know the summer of 93 and i was like you know i feel like that movie would work a lot better now because there's kind of uh it has aspects of um what you've seen recently like in chippendale that chippendale yep. i don't know if you saw that movie recently yeah and, yeah like, we did that a few weeks ago yeah people are more accepting like meta stuff nowadays yes yes where i don't want to say people are dumber or maybe less sophisticated <laughs> but um the the concept of last action here would mm -hmm. almost sound like an art film back in the day <laughs> compared to what was coming out and popular <laughs> at the time so um yeah yeah i yeah i could see it uh, doing a lot better nowadays unfortunately arnie's too old for it now but yeah for sure um what else there was also okay i i, I don't know have you ever seen the firm yes yep i i i'd never seen it right like this is the first time i've seen it and i looked at the like the box office numbers for that summer and that's like that was the number two film of the year that year that's such a weird like number two film of a of a year it's not isn't it it's not it's not a like blockbuster action movie. It, like yeah. the only thing it has going for it is as Tom Cruise in it. It's mostly like a boring courtroom drama. <laughs> I remember it, watching like half of it with my parents <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Like, like this is the number two movie of the year. And it was just like boring. <laughs> like, yeah, who, who are these people that drove <laughs> this box office on this? People like Tom Cruise that, I mean, they like Tom Dude. Cruise obviously, but they liked him that much that they were just running to the theater to see him in a courtroom drama. 
yeah like uh, and that's one thing like kind of the top five of that year you have like you have the firm is in there and then you have the fugitive after that and then you have in the line of fire they're all kind of like political uh kind of like dramas in a way they have some kind of um you know i guess someone trying to wrong a right in in there somehow yeah and it, all and it shows movies. you how much necessarily culture but in a in a bad way but like how much uh pop culture has changed since 1993 yeah. um because i mean the fugitive's good i think in the line of fire is okay uh like i said the firm is a little boring um what else was in there i know jurassic park obviously number one but yeah and then um sleepless in seattle <laughs> that's number four all right so yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, other than <laughs> jurassic park the other four movies really skew old they skew old yeah yeah, uh, most of those movies do. would either go straight to streaming or barely scrape a hundred million bucks these days. Everything nowadays is all skewed teen and and is you know kids, you know family, not yeah. families because they don't make family movies anymore. But you know the the family can go see a Marvel movie, for example. That you know right. all that stuff is is kind of where it's all focused. It's really strange to see like The Firm and Sleepless in Seattle being huge hit movies. So. Yeah, it is. It's also almost like maybe they knew jurassic park was going to make a lot of money so let's not put our blockbusters mm -hmm. up against them or what we think That's might true. be a blockbuster That's true. so it could be that um number six I, I think is an awesome movie too it came out that summer was a uh, cliffhanger like uh, kind of kicked yes. off that summer love love uh, cliffhanger great movie great movie michael rooker <laughs> in that one um yeah he still hadn't been relegated to being a uh, character actor at that point he was still like more of a serious actor so <laughs> uh, i always think about stallone killed his girlfriend or no he didn't kill her but <laughs> <laughs> he's like he he held it against them for sure man throughout that movie yeah. um yeah that's, a, that's a good had... movie that is that is good and that's a i almost it's an underrated stallone movie that's like yeah. under i mean he's been in so many good movies where you know, people are like, oh, Rocky, one, two, three, four, five, six, and you know, Demolition Man. So you don't hear too many people shouting out cliffhanger, but I, I promise you out there, if you're listening, sit down and watch it through whatever means you can, and uh, you'll probably like it. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's one of those. Uh, I like to call them cold weather movies. So like, if you're, <laughs> if it's winter time and uh, you want to get something in the mood or something, you can watch Cliffhanger to put totally put you in that. And that ambiance in a way yeah, it's either that or the thing so <laughs> take your pick. yeah the thing <laughs> yeah man for sure cliffhanger and i always remember leon was in cliffhanger too and he was somehow mm. a martial artist yep yeah yep before he was in an anamusha three so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh some other movies came out that summer do you remember rookie of the year Yes, yes, I do. I do remember that movie. I remember it because my ex girlfriend that we just talked about made me watch. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing up bad memories for Joey. No, here. no, no. It's fine. It's just funny. It's funny when I think back about it because we were not very compatible, um, and that's just proof in the pudding. Where I was like, "Yeah, I want to see Hard Target, John Woo's first American film," and she's like, "I want to see Rookie of the Year." <laughs> I don't know about that one, but I guess I'll take it to see it. I'm a nice guy, so oh man and then what team was, was he on in that what team was he on was he on the he was, cubs was, yeah man he was on the cubs all right you know say that. Yeah. back when they would make That's... movies you know kind of making you feel bad that they never won anything and stuff like that so yeah Hey, I'm good now. I, I got my yeah, one. That's all. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't care. I tell everybody I waited 40 years or some almost 40 years yeah. to get one. So you, hey. you know what? I I know it's not a sports podcast, but I gotta tell you, as someone who's a Boston sports fan and yeah. a Patriots fan since I was like five years old, 
I'm good, man. I don't give a shit what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told I'm the same God way almost sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I told God uh, when they were playing the Falcons in the Super Bowl and they were losing, I said to God, this is a direct plea for me. If they come back and win, I will never ask for anything sports related ever again in my entire life. <laughs> I don't care what happens from here. Everything else is gravy at that point. So I have to kind of hold up to that or else I'm going to burn in hell for one of the other reasons. But. Oh, man. Oh, dude, that's crazy. Well, that's awesome, though. You know, like I told my buddy a couple of weeks back, like I don't I used to I kind of gave up sports because I used to get mm-hmm. too too into it and let it ruin my day. I was like, nah, it's it's. If it's that, if it's to that point already, then I, I'm, I need to let it go. I shouldn't be letting it like ruin my day anymore. So I got a lot of stress-free days now ahead of me. <laughs> um, nice man. I'm looking at the top ten. So like, that summer, Dennis the Menace movie came out. So that's like, I remember Walter that. Matthau. Yeah. yeah, Walter Matthau. There's like they don't do that much anymore. I think it was a kind of a string in the early mid '90s. There was like. Dennis the Menace, and they had like Inspector Gadget. They're kind of doing some kind of live action animated translations. Yeah, and it was like the I kind of want to sound like a jerk. It was like the uh, Baby Boomer Pipeline. So you know where I grew <laughs> up, we had all all those shows like Dennis the Menace and all that stuff was all on. Um, there were a bunch of channels out in New York City that always played reruns of that. So it was like the Munsters, Adams Family, yeah. Dennis the Menace, uh, Andy Griffith Show, like that kind of stuff. And I would see him as a kid. And so I knew what those those brands were. But like now mm-hmm. it is like I, if I try to tell my kids, well, hey, Dennis the Menace, they have no, no idea. I, yeah, those. no idea. And that stuff's coming back now. It's funny you mentioned those like the Monsters is coming back. And... They would not have a clue. <laughs> yep. And the Adam yeah, family. Rob Zombie's making the Munsters. I, I, I'm not going to say I'm like this Munsters stan that's like super excited about Munsters, but uh, I am excited to see what he can do with uh, completely outside his wheelhouse. Um, mm-hmm. He's making a PG rated family movie instead of like <laughs> House of a Thousand Corpses. So that might, that, that, that's where the interest in that comes for me. Um, and his wife's kind of hot. So, you know, I like her in the Lily costume. You know, we'll take yeah. it. But, you know. Yeah, nice um <laughs> we got yeah dude one of one of them that i wanted to mention for sure that came out <laughs> was the cone heads okay so that, that that came out in july of uh 1993 and i feel like it's i don't know it's kind of an underrated saturday night live movie in a way um yeah. or i don't know if it's underrated but underappreciated maybe might be the better term because there's so many people in there man um i never saw that movie <laughs> what dude never seen it. oh man weird weird thing huge comedy guy and i don't know man it I, it just looks stupid to me and i didn't want to oh. see it uh, but again bring it all back to high school dating my wife before she started dating me went on a date a single date with someone to the movies and they made her see conan <laughs> like it and that was the end so I do owe Coneheads for being married right now. Because God, oh. God, God help us if uh, that date had worked out, then I, I'd probably still be a virgin sitting here. But, um, you know, thank I keep... you, Coneheads. <laughs> thank you, yeah, Coneheads. Yeah. Uh, Tom, freaking um, Chris Farley's in there. There's so many people in that movie. Uh, 
Michael McKean, uh, I think. Was that there. like a David was Spade. that a hit movie though? Did that was that like a popular? Did that make money? Was that like well received? Because I know some of those Saturday yeah. Night Live movies are like nuclear box office bombs. So yeah, no, it's definitely not like I don't think it's like it's kind of under the radar now, but it's mm. definitely not a hit. It's definitely not. Yeah, because there wasn't. I mean, there wasn't a lot of comedy. I mean, son-in-law made more more money than Coneheads, so and you know that's Pauly Shore. So yeah, uh, uh, hey man, he was huge back then. He was all over MTV, you know, yep. which um, actually played music at the time. It was it's a wild yeah. time, kids. It was a wild time. Different, definitely different. Um, yeah, and there, that's really there's not a lot of like big grossing box office movies that came out that year besides Jurassic yeah, Park because it killed that year yeah it literally steamrolled everything but uh army of darkness came out that year yes yep mm-hmm. i remember i snuck away to a, a a little dingy theater to see that with my buddy <laughs> i wanted to see it uh, so bad it was yeah. I, we saw trailers for it It was in fangoria a whole bunch and me and my friends were like we have to see this we have to see this and it literally was in the movies for like three days and then like by the time Dude. we could wrangle up our parents to get a ride and stuff it was already out of the theaters so yeah and that was like definitely something if you saw like the evil dead movies you were so hyped when that commercial yep. came out you're like oh shit that's the guy from evil dead and they're finally continuing that story so. and, and of course the only way you knew if it was in the movies was if you got the newspaper and looked at the movie. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was no there um, you go you know what there was no that's... internet so <laughs> You just hit me with a dose of nostalgia right there. Oh my right. god! Like I remember. I don't, I don't know how it was where you grew up, but for us, it was like Monday through Sunday through month through Friday through Thursday. So Sunday through Thursday, Thursday yeah. And only put just the little tiny like line of the name of the movies. Then on Friday, yep. like they, they'd have like three pages that had big pictures of the posters of the movies and stuff. And I used to love that as a kid. I'd be like, Oh my god, Bambi's playing. Let's go! <laughs> and like, um. <laughs> But it, it the, just the concept of that is like foreign to people these days. They have they could not even conceptualize the idea of not having instant access to that information. Yeah, it's it's man. I remember we used to use movie phone sometimes, or sometimes it, like the theater would have like their own recordings, like of yep. what was playing that day. So we and if you missed and, if you missed your yeah, movie, I just didn't wait through. The whole you had to call back or wait through the whole thing again, man. Shit! Like, oh no, the movie starts with the, with the Z. I'm stuck. Like, yeah, that's, the end of the call. Oh. And you don't even know some of the movies that they're they're saying, and then they say right. this is playing at two o'clock, four o'clock, six o'clock, eight o'clock. And you're like, uh, okay, that sucks. <laughs> um, man, dude, Free Willy was a big one <laughs> the summer 93 uh, with michael jackson on the soundtrack oh my gosh right i think was it the same kid from last action hero and free willy i don't know i'm gonna look it up right now no oh, i don't really want to type willy into my search engine here but you know <laughs> free willy oh no it was a different kid okay no but he was in um all the entire free willy trilogy and never ending story three so <laughs> That is a movie not talked about a lot. The Never Ending Story Part Three. <laughs> There's oh probably gosh. a reason for that. It's was horrible. It, is it? Was that like a TV movie? No. <laughs> um, it, <laughs> so it, it probably had less of a budget than one. It definitely is Jack Black in it though, as one of the bad guys. So. Oh my gosh, you're right. I remember that. Yeah. In school, right? He's like one of the bad yep. guys. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I remember. That's when you wanted the story to end. You were done with it. <laughs> thing after that one, it was just it was all over at that point. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, you brought this up. So I remember there being so much hype around the Never Any Story Part Two. Uh, yeah. When then, like there was trailers and everybody's like, oh my God, there's going to be part two. And then everybody saw it and I was like, man, it's terrible. And it was trash. Yeah. It was yeah. so disappointing. It was really bad. <laughs> we never saw, we never saw three. I never saw three. Like when I was, well, to be fair, that was 1994. So I was going into my senior year of high school. So I probably wasn't going to run out and see never ending story three, or at least not tell anyone, but yeah i just remember seeing two and it was trash so we never even saw three at home but um, you know if you're our age you've seen the first one a zillion times whether yeah. it was on tv or hbo or whatever it rented it so the first one's a quote-unquote classic is it really a classic or is it just because that's my from my early years i don't know but uh yeah everybody's we did, got a we... story about that horse drowning <laughs> yes. in the mud so. <laughs> yes we covered that recently on our show i think last season and uh yeah that horse was legit scared for his life uh, in those <laughs> seats. <laughs> we did some uh, digging and investigating, and uh, yeah, at least really at least it was movie magic. It wasn't like it wasn't like the Adventures of Milo and Otis, where they're like abusing animals off camera. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, like, my god! Get the shot. Like... <laughs> uh, I gotta be. Gu- I'm guilty on watching that movie for sure. <laughs> I think everyone was. I have. I had a friend, my friend's uh, girlfriend, super, uh, super into animals and stuff. And she kept talking about how that was her favorite movie. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to talk to you off to the side right now. Oh, dude. I got some, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, 93, uh, Mario Brothers came out. That kicked off the nice. summer season two. Super Mario Brothers yeah. with the uh, horrible Bob Hoskins. Movie. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. Just, just horrendously is it, bad. Is it so bad that it's good now? I don't it know. Just... It's it's hard for me to dis- divorce it from the disappointment of it. So mm. I, 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 I'd I love to go and just be blind on it. And like if I brought the deep like we <laughs> I have <laughs> I have I got the limited edition Blu-ray of uh, Scott Wolf and Mark DeCasas, our double dragon. Oh, I love that and... dumb movie <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Alyssa Milano. Yep. Yeah. Alyssa Milano with the pixie haircut. Yep, no, she had the little haircut. But um, so I was able to like show it to my son, but I was like, this movie's horrendously bad. So he like was already ready to watch it and understood what we were watching. Whereas, you know, we were looking at Nintendo Power for months, like getting all hyped up for this movie, and then it, it was just horrendous. And, and I, I I just can't let it go, you know. I can't let it's just like when people tell me that, that Alien 3 is a great movie. And I should give it another chance. And I'm like, I just can't let it go, man. I can't get over the disappointment from walking out of the movie theater that day in like 1994 or two or whenever the fuck that was. I think it was 92. And uh, I just can't let it go. No matter how many times you make it a simply cut or, <laughs> or what you want me to do, I can't let it. Uh, I can't get over it. So I know. I, I mean, wonder man. if it's just, I wonder if it's so bad. It's funny. It's just one of the ones I can't get over. So it cut me yeah. deep, man. It cut me deep. <clears throat> no, I agree. I. I... I think everyone had an expectation and it was just like, they completely did something way different. And I mean, it has good actors, uh, but this, yeah. the, the story just doesn't make sense uh, when you start watching it. So it kind of made it crappy in that sense. Um, and they, it, it, you know, talking about it, cut us deep, man, that, that cut Nintendo deep. Like that cut them bad. They were like, yeah, we ain't making shit no more. <laughs> no, uh, you know, they are so psychotic about any kind of adaptation of their stuff to this day. Um, yeah. I think a few years ago, there was supposed to be some sort of Zelda thing on Netflix and somebody leaked it 
and they pulled the deal right off the table and threw away the, the contracts. I were like, nope, not oh, doing man. this. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm surprised they're even making a Mario movie at this point. They're probably balls deep in uh, Illumination's ass on that one. They're just like, <laughs> you're not doing anything. Just shut up and get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a whole nother like bag of worms, like the whole video game adaptation. Yeah. Um, me and my buddy did like two episodes on like, and we covered like 40 movies in those episodes because so many of them are terrible. Oh, like, yeah. God, yeah. It's, it's, yep. It's it's hard. Sometimes I think it's just a hard medium to try to translate to live action because the story is not as, you know, in depth sometimes in video games as far as um, in comparison to like unless you do them like TV shows. I think that works a little better. But when you're trying to cram everything into a movie, it's like you're never going to make everybody happy when you do like video game right. stuff. Well, and then then even if they do get stuff slightly right, they still get it wrong. Like the most recent Resident Evil after god i don't know what was it been like 22 years of begging them to adapt the games they finally did and we're like you know what don't adapt the games okay. <laughs> <laughs> i agree man i was like i told you, somebody Mila i was like jovovich uh, ain't walking through that door fans you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like this would have worked better as a show like on sci-fi channel and then i would have yeah. like okay this ain't bad but it's like a movie no nah. It ain't working. We're getting a Resident Evil TV show and it has nothing to do with the games. So. Yeah, on Netflix, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's something we say on our show a lot about some of these franchises. Like at this point, what does another shitty live action Resident Evil thing mean anymore? Like, like yeah. that, <laughs> there's there's much more bad than good. It's much like, you know, what does another shitty Terminator movie mean? Nothing. You know? What, that's if, true the man. new predator movie looks cool but if it sucks what, what does it really mean in a lot yeah things we're just used to shit from them now yeah that's true man that summer another one i, I was gonna say is robin hood men tights came out that same summer <laughs> so, that's a, had a couple parodies movie. that's yeah. a great movie from mel brooks shockingly enough i didn't realize that was a mel brooks movie and is dave Chappelle in it yeah Carry use in there, like people love that dude already from like The Princess Bride. So, him playing Robin that's Hood. That's a weird. That's one of those weird movies where it didn't do great at the box office. But I challenge you to find anybody around our age who hasn't seen it. Like everybody's yeah. seen that movie. Yeah. So to me, true. like as a kid, well, not really a kid, but you know, when I, we were were we tweens, I don't know, teenagers, yeah. I guess. Um, you know, it, it just doesn't register as a box office bomb to me because even like three or four years later, people are still quoting that movie and talking about it. And it just seems like everybody had seen it. Everybody knew what it was about. But uh, yeah, it wasn't like it was <laughs> it wasn't Jurassic Park by any stretch of the imagination. But I guess you would consider that successful then, right? Yeah, there's like some movies that are just like on, they were on all the time. And then you had yeah. like a lot of that stuff was on pay-per-view. And then if you had cable, you might be able to see those a lot of the time, you know? Um, pay-per-view movies people don't know man they don't know dude. I already said a channel. It was, the channel was viewers choice and it was mm-hmm. like you just, yeah i remember i always seen the commercial for cyborg on there with john claude van damme oh. i was like oh i want to see that so bad and my mom cyborg. wouldn't let me spend the 10 bucks to rent it on the tv because it was the future oh the villain from cyborg is amazing i forgot his name <laughs> uh, i love this world i haven't said some shit like that uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, man, that's awesome. Like Robin Hood Man Tyson and then like Hot Shots Part You came out also oh, that summer. Another great movie. Yeah, that's uh, maybe we're going to get more Hot Shots. You know, we got Top Gun back. So. I said that. I said that the other day. I was like, do we get another Hot Shots now? Like, 
Can we get uh, another one? What Charlie Sheen up to? Is he is he still an di- absolute disaster? Can they? Uh, oh my God! I have no idea. I don't know what he's doing. Get him on the Mark Hamill uh, sequel trilogy diet and get him back out there for the <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, there was that's another thing. Like, there's not comedies that much anymore nowadays. Like, right. you see released at the theater, but there was a ton that summer. I mean, you had like th- that's just two of them, and then you also had like Weekend at Bernie's too came out that yep. summer and like what, we had uh, mentioned... another movie that probably bombed but everyone has seen somehow yep, yep. and this was like pre like bootleg or uh <laughs> you <laughs> <Yeah>. know torrenting <laughs> so it was just like pure video rentals you know yeah that's another thing video rentals like a lot of people saw stuff by renting it at the video store mm-hmm. uh which is big in 93 like you had your local mom and pop shops and then you had like you know blockbusters and yeah we had no blockbuster like in our town where i grew up i grew up in Hoyoke, massachusetts it's like the second biggest town city in western mass um it's a dumpster mm-hmm. now it's a dumpster fire but you know i like growing <laughs> up there we had no blockbuster we had three um, all of varying qualities and depending on where you lived in the city was the one that you went to so some people were video station people and some people were video stars people and some mm-hmm. people were Astro video people, but we had no Blockbuster in town. As we, So I, I don't have that nostalgia pull to Blockbuster because it was all mom and pops to me, but they were all great, man. We used to just tear up all right. movies all the time. <laughs> you just made me remember something and I'm dying because, all right, so I'm Mexican, right? I grew up, I'm, you know, yep. and my pop would always take us to these mom, like these little like Mexican, like not, not Mexican stores, but sometimes they might be like, um, like a latino grocery store and they had a video section and i was stuck in there trying to find some shit bro and i was like there ain't nothing here in english dad i can't pick nothing man and it would suck dude and then we had like these big stores like there was a blockbuster and then it would have like um there was this place called people's choice which they had a lot a couple of different stores in the city and i i just remember hating that though like <laughs> I would always try to convince them, let's go to like Blockbuster People's Choice, man, so I can find a movie. But no, you take me to these like they don't have any damn movies in English, Dad. I can't pick nothing. So that's why I was laughing right now. I think even let's say maybe even like five years ago, because I remember <laughs> I, I remember going to pick Mark uh, or my co-host Mark up from uh, to go somewhere, and <laughs> he stopped at the the, the convenience store in Hoyoke because he still lives in Hoyoke, and he was like. Oh yeah, they got some movies in there. It was all at the counter. They had all bootleg. <laughs> they, still, they still had uh, like movies like taped off somebody's phone and ripped on a DVD oh my gosh. at the counter. Dude, that's crazy. You know, People I, don't I, know. that cracks they me don't up. Know. They, they don't. They like, especially the younger generation. They they'll yeah. not they'll not understand that that pool. Especially if you're like a cinephile, like obviously yeah. we are. Like we watched a ton of movies and no matter what store we're in if there's like movies we're gonna go and glance at what movies yep. are there you know and it's and, just kind of comes it from was that just era. that that sense of community of how you learned mm-hmm. about stuff like for me it was you know getting fangoria magazine getting Starlog magazine somebody that you knew on the playground telling you oh have you seen such and such movie and i'm mm-hmm. like oh i have not heard of such and such movie um it wasn't like it is now where there's just constant 
churn of information so you, i'm like oh what if i like if i want to know what sci-fi movies are coming out this year i can just go on to the internet and look there it was just like if you didn't know about it you didn't know so you just show up at the video store and pick something out <laughs> and people would just go to the movies and they wouldn't even know it was playing or what time it was playing just show up at the movies and be like like uh yeah we'll go to that one <laughs> just like that's yeah. like crazy that's crazy to people it's true, man. And like kind of, kind of talking about the summer like of 93 and, you know, movies in general, like it's just like you said, like you used to go to the theater sometimes and not even know what you're going to see. Non-stadium just... seating too. Non-stadium yes. seating. Oh, yeah. Gosh. It's just a uh, box. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of that episode of Seinfeld now where it's like, you know, th- I'm, I'm holding these seats, you know, Elaine yep. had her, like the coat right. there, you know, that's, yeah, that's no, no reserved seats, no, no, no luxury loungers, <laughs> none of that shit. <laughs> no, no, oh, it's crazy. Man. It's crazy. Resisted reserved seats for so long because our theaters around here got them maybe like five years ago. And I was so anti reserved seats. Now I can't live without it. I just, I want to know where my seat is and I don't want anybody sitting near me or, to, you know, yeah, <laughs> if get, man, if I get the seats, I got the end of the row and then I sit in the closest in one and the kids can sit closer to the aisles and nobody sits next to them and they can go to the bathroom. It's a whole plan. But back in the day, it was just like you rolled in and that was it. I <laughs> <You just laughs> was playing and I'd pick a seat somewhere and there was no good seats because they were just all flat. The ground was just flat and it was just seats and it was nasty as hell. In there too. Yeah. It was dirty yeah. and gross. Sticky, <laughs> sticky. That's, That's right. A, it, if, if you went to a theater back in the day and you didn't hear a, like a stick sound come off right. your sneaker, like when, when you got right. up, <laughs> you're walking. Yeah. You must have had a like real good, you know what I mean? You were you were there the first thing in the day. <laughs> the yeah. would probably mop it overnight <laughs> they, and then that was they it. They cleaned it so, overnight. <laughs> that's right. That's it. Um, <laughs> uh, is there anything like you like wanted to mention as far as like that from that, you know, summer, any other movies like, like you that stick with um, you that you know? You know, I mean, we kind of covered most of them, you know, hard target and cliffhanger, uh, Jurassic Park army of darkness earlier in the year i know i saw sleepless in seattle but mm-hmm. i don't remember anything about it at all because it was boring i guess so yeah man it's just, just a good time just a, a moment in time that was fun and amazing <laughs> unfortunately uh you know jurassic park kind of just steamrolled everything so it was <laughs> it was yeah the stuff just kind of disappeared was there any crazy horror movies that came out that year so that's what i was gonna bring up that year and i remember this distinctly and it's probably it's because i was young this was the only jason movie i actually saw at the theater which was jason (laughs) jason goes to hell so that came out and i remember seeing it at the theater and i was like oh man i'm so excited but i remember just thinking okay this is just goofy. It's not even fucking scary anymore. Right. Well, well, now that I'm now that I'm looking outside of the summer, I see that we had, you know, the first Leprechaun came out that year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Madonna is body of evidence. Did you ever see that? Ah, uh, that's uh, is that Willem Dafoe? Was he right? That? Right. It's a yeah, yeah, horrible yeah. ripoff of the bad... instinct with uh, <laughs> Willem Dafoe and Madonna. But I was a big fan of that one because that was the height of Madonna being hot. And she's like naked and having sex in it. So like, uh, like not to be gross, but you know what I'm saying? Like it was 1993. You can just jump on the internet and see whatever you wanted. So, you know, there may have been a lot of late fees and a lot of Kleenex used on that one. So 
<laughs> I was too young, but I know exactly what he's talking about. That's all I got to say. <laughs> That's all I got to say. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I should have had no business watching that, but I'm sure my older brothers and sisters must have right. rented it. Well, well, my I mom was like, like watching it. My mom would just let us watch any of it. She didn't give a shit. Like she did not give a fuck what we were watching. And, and not in a bad way. She's just like, you want to watch that movie? Watch it. I don't care. And then mm-hmm. my was opposite. So a lot of times she'd be like, with that movie, for example, you can watch it, but you got to be done before your dad gets home, put it on the table and say, don't and say you didn't see it. I'm like, all right, fine. I don't care. <laughs> no, I just I'm need the visual saying. image. Just let, let me get the visual image imprinted on my brain here. Groundhog Day that, and Absolute Oh, yeah. 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 Now, I was at that age where my brothers and sisters would let me see, but if my parents were watching it, they'd be like, This was not for you. Get out of the room. I was like, Yeah. Oh, man. But no, yeah. My mom sneak did back not give in. a fuck <laughs> what we were watching. So she got me a subscription of Playboy for my 16th birthday. I'll never nice. forget that. She gave me a Playboy <laughs> and said, you, this will be coming in the mail every month for you. And my dad was so mad. Uh, <laughs> was so, and I remember them arguing. I was in my room playing a video game with the door like kind of half open. And I could hear them arguing like crazy about it. And she was like, what do you want to do? Look at pictures of fucking guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll never forget man. that as long as I go, God rest my mom's soul. She was fucking nuts, but. Yeah, she didn't give uh, a flying crap what we were That's watching. awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. I had, that's friends, though, I had friends that were their parents were super strict. So mm-hmm. they, they would come over to our house to watch stuff. <laughs> 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 that there were no rules applied to whatever we were watching at my house. So, so just just give you my, sex ed, man. That's all. Right. They sit on the bed in my room and we play fucking Super Nintendo and, and read Playboy. <laughs> 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 Uh, see, see, there's good movies that came out before the summer though i mean you know El yeah no, there is. falling down best of the best two come on now eric roberts wing oh, yeah dude come on i mean cb4 came out that year yeah that is a, a masterpiece i wonder I gotta if mention... anybody would i wonder if anybody would that even enjoy that now like if I you handed it. it to I... somebody that wasn't our age and said watch this it's hilarious yeah. like would they even get it like would they almost didn't we almost did that on the show for our parody series. Like we, it was like so close between that. And then we ended up doing like, uh, I think loaded weapon and we did like yep. make a gun and stuff. But I, I, I was definitely thinking about CB4. Yeah. yeah I remember that's... that. And uh fear of a black hat were two oh, like, awesome um, rap mockumentaries. From <laughs> that, back in the day. that fucking just... movie still cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie, but like, I don't, I wonder how they play with people nowadays that don't have the frame yeah. of reference from growing right. up around them. That's, so. that's true. That's very true. Like some of the, the Christ, jokes, I still know hit. the fucking lyrics to all those CB4 songs. <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of low cash. <laughs> That's right. Crazy motherfucker named Gusto. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um... Charlie Murphy is amazing. That movie. Gotta... <laughs> yes, That's a he great brought one. it up. So I got to mention that. Yeah, dude. That's a great one. Point of no Here's return with Bridget Fonda. Come on. Have you seen point of no return with Bridget Fonda? Yeah. She was an assassin in that. Wasn't that with great Gabriel Byrne was. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I remember yep. that. Um, Surf Ninjas came out that year. A lot oh, of people might shit movie. on that movie, but it's uh, well, Leslie Nielsen was a villain, so. man. Yeah, but <laughs> so, but it's an awesome, it's an awesome movie to shit on, I guess. <laughs> um, I have to mention Blood In Blood Out came out that year. If you're into gang movies, uh, we mm-hmm. covered that one on our show, and I remember I don't know how I got taken to see that movie because I was way too young, but that shit was like three hours long, dude. And I was like, holy shit! And it changed your life. 
no it's, did it change I, your I, life no I, I still quote it to now because it's so silly now like when we talk about it now like we still quote that shit because ridiculous <laughs> that's awesome but uh meteor man too came out there oh year. that's a it's a great movie yeah. is it a great movie though or it was my taste like terrible back then so. no like we covered that on our show too earlier in the season and it's like almost ahead of its time in a way like if you watch it right. now like the theme of it, it it does have a good message in it but it's goofy because of you know the effects of the time really but other than that still a pretty good movie um, well menace to society is an actual good movie that came out that year, yeah so. that was a good movie too yeah i think everybody wanted a mustang after they saw that movie <laughs> freaking 5.0 and shit <laughs> uh, <laughs> man but there was so many ah oh, man some of these are like very forgettable movies uh, yeah came out there. um dave i think nobody Ooh. saw that life with mikey came out that year what the hell is that it's so i think it was uh had to do with like a child star i think i don't know if michael j fox was in there or not Oh, but, holy uh, shit, we're going to get killed. Uh, Hocus Pocus came out that summer. Yeah, it did. Well, that's what, that's that what's movie. weird, right? <laughs> you hate it? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's still like... <laughs> oh, man, that's controversial. Controversy. Take. Oh, no. Oh, I, Joey. Honestly, damn. I've never seen it. I, what? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. Uh, I didn't want to see it in 1993. I don't want to see it now. And the super fans, sequel, it, the <laughs> sequel super fans out. are so annoying that like I definitely don't oh. want to see it. Because you you wow. even say like I don't know I don't want I don't I never you say I never saw that and then people like lose their fucking minds and I'm like yeah. I, I just don't like it you know I mean and here we are talking about shit we watched when we were kids and how it imprints on us and we love it and blah blah, blah. and it's exactly the same as people like 10 15 years younger than us saw hocus pocus and they're obsessed yeah. with it i never saw it i don't like it and the people that are obsessed with it are so crazy and annoying that i don't want to see it now i don't want to <laughs> i will say though based on the pictures it's probably the hottest sarah jessica parker ever looked but you know you can put lipstick on a a, a horse i guess uh once in a while <laughs> <laughs> uh okay <laughs> that is uh the uh, views of your guests do not reflect the views of No on 15 <laughs> podcast. It's sponsors. No, that's, <laughs> that's great because we have a buddy of ours. He hates Tim Burton and he hates Batman. Oh, wow. Nice. So, so wow. it's all uh, Tim Burton or just like specific he, movies. I have a, I have a, I don't know. Whenever like people hear this, there's a bonus episode I have that I've been holding back. And it's one of our other guys that comes out on the show from New York arguing with the guy. Uh, who hates Tim Burton for about 30 minutes about Batman 89. So it's amazing. Wow. <laughs> it's He just, I guess, because he comes from a different school of thought behind the, when that came mm. out. He's older and he was into the comics. So I guess he was okay. disappointed. I guess. But to be fair, because I'm, I, I'm, you know, older as well. But, you know, back in the day, that was the best you were ever going to get. Like, you never thought you would get a Batman movie. And if you did, it would look like shit. And then when mm-hmm. it didn't, you just were blown away, you know? Yeah. I, I, I love Tim Burton, man. I mean, not everything he does is cool, but you know, I, I do what I call like quote unquote pass for life. So if somebody can direct or be involved creatively in at least three movies that I love, they can do whatever the hell else they want. So yeah, like if, that. if you can give me Pee Wee's big adventure, you can do whatever the hell you want for the rest of your life. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got Pee Wee, uh, Beetlejuice. I mean, dude, just with Beetlejuice alone, that yep. movie was like I think Beetlejuice, Batman, Ed Wood, 
Edward Scissorhands, yeah. Corpse Bride. I mean, he's got a good disc- discography, a good filmography. So he can't really, <laughs> really shit out of too much. I don't like everything he does, but yeah. I got one more for you. How about all right, Dr- Dragon the Bruce Lee story? I liked that movie. I don't remember anything about it, but <laughs> I, I liked it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it made a huge impression on me. I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> it was a big deal. I remember like people were pumped for that to come out. But uh, wasn't the who was the main wasn't the main actor in that then in Mortal Kombat later on? No. Uh was, Jason Scott Lee. Else. He was in, in a like an was he in the was jungle it? book? Yes. He was in a jungle book uh take. I think it was like yeah. Mowgli, another Mowgli movie. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I remember that was pretty popular too. A lot of people were excited that that was coming out because there was there was like a transitional period of martial arts and people were so like into Bruce Lee in the 80s. And then uh like you said, John Claude Van Damme came on the scene and um Steven Seagal in the nineties. Like those guys were pumping Oof. out martial arts. Yeah, Steven movies. Seagal fell off. I was never a big Steven Seagal guy. Um maybe his first couple movies were at least you yeah. know, bad direct to video action type stuff that I love, but man, he fell off hard. I think it was oh, what was the one where he's I can't remember the title of the movie is he's like allegedly an Indian who's protecting uh, the world. from And then like the last like 10 minutes of the movie is him just staring directly Uh, at the camera, like lecturing you about the environment. It was just like, what did we just watch? Like, what is on deadly ground? Is it on deadly ground? ground, ground, That might've been it. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, he's in Alaska, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that was the I beginning of the downward slope, and then after that, it was all over. Jason Scott Lee was also in Soldier, starring Kurt Russell, a uh, oh. spiritual sequel to Blade Runner. Shut up! Seriously? <laughs> yeah, it has like uh, like stuff in the background and on the computer screens and stuff that like tie it to Blade Runner. No allegedly. way! Yeah. Okay, so what's shit, better, so- so. <laughs> what's better, Soldier or Solo? <laughs> <laughs> with mario van peebles i have a soft spot for mario van peebles so i will say uh solo i love that guy he's in horrible shit non-stop he just works <laughs> man the guy just works up to the set of highlander 3 and he's gonna try to give you a fucking oscar performance no matter what you don't care he's gonna be uh, live action <laughs> fist of the north star fighting rubber skeletons he's gonna oh give you gosh. everything he's got you know I have That's a soft awesome. spot for those kind of actors and guys, so I will take Solo ten out of ten times. Nice. Not Solo, a Star Wars story. Solo. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? People probably don't know what we're talking about the the movie Solo That's fine. with Mario Van Peebles. We're old. But... It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, man. I love that. Flick. These are all the movies that everyone will now in five years buy on like Ultra Collector 4K disc for like seventy five dollars. Nice, man. Um, all right, let me uh, let me bring us back. I think we were in 92 for a minute. So, If we could somehow harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor, just might work. We're sending you back to the future. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, all right, right, we're back. You said you saw Jurassic Park Dominion today, right? Yes, yes, I did since, as since, of this morning. So. so we were in 93, come back. Now we're we're back, you know, we're in 2022. How's it compared to the original, man? Oh, it's it's not even a hair on the asshole of the original. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know, the spoiler for uh that episode of So Wizard Podcast, but yeah, it's it's absolute trash. It's it's bad. 
it was the first time i will be honest with you because i i mentioned before we do this every week we've been a weekly podcast since august 2014 the grind of watching these movies go on the movie theater every week blah 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 this was probably the first time i was sitting in the movie theater halfway through the movie being like what am i what am i doing with my life like what am i what am i doing here like why am yeah. I here at like 9.30 in the morning watching this shit movie? Like, there's a million other things I could be doing right now. But, that, well, maybe Cats was the only other time that that happened to me. But I, You I saw Cats? To, right, yeah. Cats on our Patreon. And halfway through the movie, I just went into the bathroom and I like splashed cold water on my face. And I just was staring at myself in the mirror. And I'm like, you can do this, Joey. You can do this. And, and um, I... I felt like I had like a, a devil and an angel on my shoulders. And one the devil was kind of like, well, you don't, you know, you don't have to, to finish watching this, right? You could just go home. It's okay. You know, nobody's going to know, or if they know, mm -hmm. they're not going to be mad. You can go home. And then I had an angel on my shoulder being like, you can do this. You're a superstar. You know, you've set first movies in this. You made it through, you know, werewolves on wheels. You can make it through this. And I was like, all right, I can do this. And I, you know, Marky Mark style. I'm a star. I'm a superstar. And I just went back. To the theater, <laughs> but Yeah. Jurassic Park was like probably a Dominion or Jurassic World colon Dominion was probably one of the worst movies I've sat through in a while. So, wow, just bad, boring huh? and blah. Yeah, just boring and blah. It's not bad, like like face meltingly awful, like terrible mm -hmm. movie that's horribly made or shot. It's just mostly just boring. Like it's just it's just boring. Like you just. I did feel bored, so I'm not going to say it's like um, Uncharted or Red Notice or one of those movies where you literally it, it ends and you feel nothing. Um, mm -hmm. th those kind of movies I call um, the TV at the gym movies because <laughs> you go to the gym you and you're on. You, yeah, you go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, and I know. You get you on mean, the treadmill yeah. and you look up on the screen and it's like halfway through. I don't know, like uncharted with marky mark and tom holland and you're just like oh, okay whatever and you watch it for 15 minutes and you get off the treadmill or whatever with your sweat on the gray to go lift and like it's just random generic terrible movies so it wasn't that bad but man it was uh it was just a mess it was not great so sad yeah. you just can't get the magic you can't get that lightning in a bottle again they've had five cracks at it now they just haven't been able to do it so yeah that's yeah i hear you man gotta check it out so like do you think kind of comparing like this summer, obviously 93 Jurassic Park, like you said, we were saying, like kind of steamrolled everything. Have you like, do you recall a summer recently where there was a movie like that or anything that you can compare to like that? Probably most. Well, I mean, No Way Home, Spider-Man No Way Home was massive. Um, I would say Top Gun Maverick, which while it's not making that kind of cr it's making awesome money. It's not mm -hmm. making crazy money where it's going to be like the top one movie of all time. But I'm hearing people talk about it that don't talk about movies, which is mm -hmm. kind of crazy. And I try when I'm at at least when I'm at one of my jobs, I try to not be the movie guy. So like mm -hmm. nobody knows I have a podcast and I like try to keep things on the DL because the last thing I want is every person that works there coming into my office to talk to me about movies nonstop. I don't want to be the mm -hmm. movie guy, but I, I they are people are out and about talking about top gun but i mean spider-man i mean probably the last two would be avengers endgame was absolutely mm -hmm. absolutely insane everybody saw that and then uh force awakens was just just nuts i saw that three times in the movie theater every single time i went it was absolutely insane in the movie theater so yeah 
no that's good man i i agree with you as far as the top gun thing um i tell everybody i'm not like i'm not even a big fan i was not like a big fan of top gun at all and mm-hmm. it's a great movie like i can honestly say it's a great movie. i don't i don't like the first one to be honest with you. i like iron eagle yeah. better so <laughs> <laughs> lou gossett jr baby i hear Chappy! you uh, well, just when I, when I, again, going back to what we've been talking about over and over again, when I saw those yeah. movies, I was young. So to mm-hmm. me, like I, Top Gun was boring. It was all romance and like volleyball. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Iron Eagle is a shit movie, but it's all action. <laughs> yeah. So now we just That's need a true, remake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who stars in the remake? <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure they got some B-roll footage from Top Gun Maverick they can throw on there with, like, Jai Courtney or something in it. I don't know. <laughs> some terrible, uh, sterile B-movie star. Uh, uh, who, who's, the, uh, who's the big teen heartthrobs out there now? Uh, Zach Efron, is he still around? Can he be? Uh, oh, my God, adult? dude. I, I use uh, I use the kids from Cobra Kai for everything when it comes to like, recasting because they're the young ones. They're the youngest they're ones cheap. I know. Yeah, they're, they're probably yeah. cheap, too. So. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you, man. I think as far as like you said like people that don't even really talk about movies are mentioned in that one and then like uh as far as like man things like were like jurassic park because jurassic park was kind of like also technology wise was kind of game changing yeah i remember people were always like you know wow they actually make dinosaurs that look like dinosaurs now um when they saw that movie so things like that definitely stick it's, it's with me. just it's hard to have something break into the zeitgeist like that nowadays because everybody can be distracted by what they like. You can get in your own niche, whether that's on mm. social media or with your friends and never have to interact with something you don't care about or have it in your face without, you know, we have all these cha- we have all these streaming services, don't have commercials. Whereas back in the day, you maybe didn't have that many channels and you'd always mm-hmm. see commercials for Jurassic Park or Jurassic Park McDonald's or Jurassic Park toys or blah, blah, blah. Jurassic Park's coming to VHS, blah, 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 blah. But you don't you don't have that anymore. So it, it's when you and I, for example, are on on Twitter and when our in our little conversations about movies, it's much different than it would be, you know, 30, 40 years ago. And it was basically like if you, you know, you had very small amounts of things that you had to interact with. It was the newspaper <laughs> and like four yeah. channels on the TV. So. Yeah, man, that's true. Um, So kind of wrapping up a little bit like. What do you what would you say to people if they were like shot back into the summer of 93? Like, would you tell them to go back? And they had to watch something from that year. Oh, they had to watch something. Um, you know, honestly, it's it's the easy one is just say Jurassic Park, but I, I would probably say Army of Darkness or um or Hard Target. I think if I was saying something for for that would represent me and my tastes and things, mm, I would say those. Um, but the easy one is just Jurassic Park. I mean, it's an absolute classic, regardless of how the sequels turned out and video games or anything else. That is an absolute fucking masterpiece. So that's the yeah. one. Um, an e- an easy true. summer to pick. The one's a masterpiece. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I've got to mention sidekicks with Chuck Norris and uh, Jonathan Brandis real quick. <laughs> my, oh, my 90. God. We're bringing it back to my ex-girlfriend again. She loved that. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> Her fucking family. Uh, did, uh, they all did karate and shit. And, like, uh, they were all into that movie. Like, oh, did you guys did you see sidekicks? I'm like, I don't know. It looks like a kid's movie. <laughs> Dude, there was a, some bomb kid movies that, that summer, That's man. Right. Got, like, they don't make kid you know, movies like that anymore. Surf ninjas, um, yep. like sidekicks, that kind of stuff um yeah man but it was an awesome summer you know obviously sandlot came out too that year but uh yeah i I would say 
it is you will get a lot of nostalgia if you go back and watch some of those movies from that year just because the stuff that you see in those films like like the last action hero like there's a scene when they walk into like a blockbuster and they're yep. just like looking at the the video cassettes and one of them is like he's they, there's like a funny take on terminator in there yeah where it's like stallone as terminator instead of him so it's just like funny stuff like that you know it'll it'll shoot you back in time just to see like vhs is uh you know all over the place so <laughs> um but yeah man hey plug your show uh let everybody oh, know boy. where they can find you and you know check you right, out and right, to right 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 um yeah i mean uh, i'm the host of so wizard podcast like i said before we're a weekly movie review and tv review podcasts all nerdy stuff uh easiest way to find is go to so wizardpodcast.com that's the hub for everything links to our social media links to our youtube content links to the podcast every week Check us out. Uh, we're masochists with no life, so it doesn't appear like we're going anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> awesome, man. And hey, this was amazing and awesome. And hopefully, you know, we can link up again sometime in the future. Uh, but... Anytime. Anytime I can talk about myself or movies, I will be there. So Nice. Thanks, Joey. <laughs> you got it. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, and that was uh, Joey from So Wizard again, man. Thank you for coming on. It was an awesome, awesome time. And uh, be able to talk some of those awesome flicks from back in 93. So, uh, yeah. Thanks, gang, for listening, and uh, tune in next week as we got another crossover coming at you. And, uh, yeah, it should be dope. I think we're flashing back to the summer of 89 next week. So stay tuned, everybody. And uh, for now, this is your boy 7C saying peace out, God bless, and leaving you with a track from 1993. <laughs> I used to
you jump like House of Pain, boogaloo, boogaloo. Shake and jump, and remember, remember, Chief Rock, I won't front. I cut him, crack the speaker when I'm pumping So jump in and watch your ears start humming through the block And don't forget to boom shock shock a lot Well then do it all, can I rock? I hear a beat, I grab the mic And then I start to slacking The kids around the way used to think that I was bugging But they don't understand how to feel about the funk I walk with the funk, I talk with the funk I eat with the funk, I sleep with the funk I live off the funk, I die off the funk So now what do they say when I'm walking up the block? Boom shock a lock, there goes the cheap rock Come on, cheap rock, I'm a-